Good morning, good morning, good morning. What a Friday it is. Friday, December 29 at 28, written on my uh, at the top of my notes. Thankfully, I double-checked. It is Friday, December 29. We are getting closer and closer to a big weekend of racing. As mentioned, Gareth Hall is enjoying our well-earned break. Josh Jenkins sitting in the chair this week and next week once we get through the New Year's festivities. But Giddy Up keeps rolling on, keeps marching on. We've got a huge show as well to lead us into a big weekend of racing action across this beautiful country. It's the T20 version of Getty Up this morning from 9 until 10.30. We'll interview, I reckon, two of the sport's best ambassadors. I reckon they are the best ambassadors in the sport. Gay Waterhouse will join me in a moment or two to speak about her runners across the weekend, but also the march and charge toward the Magic Millions. Her and Adrian Bott have got the top two picks when it comes to the market for the Magic Millions two-year-old race. So looking forward to speaking to Gay in a minute or two. And also Harry Coffey is going to join me, of course, a boy from Swan Hill. So that works in quite nicely as I do the show from up here in Swan Hill. So two of the greatest ambassadors in racing will join me in the next hour. And then also a rapid 30-minute bag of tips before we hand over to the Friday form panel and the team on Trot's Life. As I said, it's a big uh, big show. Stable Mail uh, will kick us off. Harry Coffey, looking forward to a, a nice lengthy chat uh, with Harry. He's going to join me for about 45 minutes. He's headed to Mooney Valley tomorrow. But also, most likely to, uh, he is most likely headed to the Gold Coast to ride a couple for the McAvoys as well. He also possesses one of the better stories in racing when it comes to uh, what he's overcome from a health perspective. Speaks incredibly well whenever he is uh, interviewed on racing.com or any of the radio uh, formats. So he's going to join me for about 45 minutes to talk about um, his life in racing and what the future may uh, have in store for him. As always, a bag of tips, as I mentioned, after 10, all of, all of your texts and tweets as well. 0499 736 736. That's 0499 736 736. And also on the tweets or on the X, at SEN Giddy Up or at SEN underscore track. That's the way to get in touch with us on the text or the tweet. There's plenty of racing across the weekend. Uh, we spoke to a few of our <clears throat> form analysts yesterday who had some tips for us uh, across tomorrow. We'll speak to uh, a few of our uh, very, very best tipsters again today on the show. So we'll speak to, and this is after 10 o'clock, Chris Nelson uh, will join me again. He's uh, uh, he's all over the place in terms of uh, racing Queensland. He is absolutely everywhere. He's all over it. He gave us some tips for Doombin uh, tomorrow, he was keen on uh, Emperor in race four. That's race four, number nine. Race five, number four, Midnight in Tokyo. Uh, race seven, number three, Show Me Mercy. So looking forward to rehashing those with Chris Nelson uh, because, uh, as we know, uh, racing is happening each and every day when it comes to the Sunshine State. There's uh, galloping action from Ipswich today as well. First goes at one thirty-four. a big nine race card. Uh, Bear Robinson, Richard Bear Robinson will join us as well uh, at the top of uh, the second hour as well. So looking forward to to some tips. Uh, all thanks to Taz Racing. Uh, Lukey Hov will join the show. He's been in ripping form this week. Darren Carroll with some 
uh, harness racing tips. And Mitchie Lewis, he's been great to the show this week. He's joined us each and every day with his selections, and he's been uh, very, very good at finding us a few winners. So looking forward to uh, all of our tipsters joining us. We're just trying to uh, reach Gay Waterhouse. We know she is incredibly busy, so if she uh, is unable to jump on the line, then we'll go through her runners and uh, have a, a bit of a discussion about them. Uh, just going through uh, some of yesterday's results, we found Satin and Silk at Gosford. That was a nice uh, victory for the Getty Up family. And also, uh, Lukey Hofenesian uh, was keen on Weser uh, at Gosford uh, on an each-way basis. Paid $4.40 the place, if you don't mind. So that is uh, a, uh, a nice little result there for those who followed in Luke Hofenesian. Uh, it looks like we've got... Uh, Gay Waterhouse on the line, and it does sound like she's incredibly busy, so we won't keep her long. We'll get her straight on the show. Gay, thanks for joining us here on uh, Giddy Up, and uh, thank you very much for a few minutes of your time. We think she's there. Maybe she's not there. Uh, Gay, have you got me there? No, I can't hear her. So uh, she's closer and closer to the phone. Hopefully hopefully uh, she is there in a moment or two. Hopefully she's there in a moment or two. The team, uh, Waterhouse Bot, they've got, uh, some, some, they've got some unbelievable uh, chances this weekend and also uh, in the Magic Millions, of course. Keenan's going to be a fascinating uh, little runner tomorrow. Race four, he's in. He's got to overcome a a difficult barrier, but uh, he'll be there to win. And I think, I believe, uh, speaking to one or two out of the ownership group, uh, that uh, that he might be going up north if things go well. It sounds like I can hear uh, some background noise, so hopefully that means Gay Waterhouse is on the line. Gay, uh, hopefully you can hear me, and if you can, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Yes, loud and clear. Now, what's happening Have down you... your neck of the woods? Well, I'm up in Swan Hill, believe it or not, at the moment, oh. working from... Uh, Working, working up here in the bush, yes. Uh, so uh, I'm, uh, I'm doing it out of a uh, makeshift studio. But thanks for giving us a few minutes of your time. We won't keep you too long. You've got a, uh, a big weekend or a big day tomorrow, of course, as you do each and every uh, Saturday. But also keen to chat about your uh, your young Colts headed uh, up to Queensland. What about Keenan tomorrow? He, uh, he's got to overcome a, a whitish barrier. But if things go well, may we see Keenan head up north as well? Keenan will definitely go north if he can win tomorrow. He has to win. <clears throat> this is race four. He has to win race four to get the, the, the ticket up there. And, of course, he's also in contention to win there with um, uh, Hyde Park. Uh, so both horses are trying to win that race. And both horses will run very well. I'm not worried about the outside draw with Keenan. He's got good gate speed. He's a races on the speed. You know, he's a lo lovely individual. Uh, definitely take the Quinella. Oh, I like that. I like that. Uh, race six, you've got Stonecoat going around from a, an inside gate. Um, if this horse can 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 step cleanly and, and run along, uh, it was very, very good winning uh, first up over 1,400 metres last campaign. So you'd be hoping for a similar result. I hope so. He's a, he's a hard horse to get a, gu a guide on because he doesn't show much on the track. So, uh, you know, hopefully he'll replicate what he did last time. He's a very nice individual. And you've got Adam Hieronymus who'd win on a broomstick at present. So, you know, you only had to look at his ride yesterday on Royal Tribute. And, of course, he, he won the guineas at Gosford here yesterday. Um, and then the, that, that cult will go north for the Magic Millions as well. 
How many will you, jumping ahead a, 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 a little bit, how many are you expecting to have or hoping to have racing on, on Millions Day? I know it's hard to know uh, a definitive answer, but will you have up to sort of half a dozen? Yeah, we'd have half a dozen and we'll hopefully have eight. It's lovely for the owners to have. It's like being in Melbourne with the Spring Carnival when your horses are racing. You know, having a horse at Magic Millions, everyone's up there on holiday. It's it just, it's fabulous. You know, it's a fabulous time of year. It's a fun Fun race day, fun time with the sales, and there's lots of other things, activities to do. Uh, I, I don't imagine it's a, it's a holiday for you. It's a working holiday for you and, and Adrian, uh, I presume. You've got uh, Zuforia going around uh, at Doombin uh, tomorrow. This horse has uh, won her past couple, the daughter of Zustar. Craig Williams uh, heads north to ride, so uh, hopefully Zuforia can perform well for the stable and the ownership. I think she can win. She, her, her run the other day was fabulous. She's done everything right. She's settled in up there. I think she's got a really good winning chance. And then, uh, believe it or not, uh, you've got uh, a horse running around tomorrow in, uh, in, in Perth at Ascot Zoomon. So you'll have to set the alarm to, to, uh, to stay awake. Uh, I think it goes around at about 8 o'clock Eastern. So you've got the, the visitor's gate, but... Uh, Potentially, this horse is looking for 2,400 metres and this could be just the recipe. I think that the handicap and conditions and, and the 2,400 will suit him down to the ground. Look, the other day, <coughs> he blew his chances when he ran off the track, which is not like him at all. But it's a tightish track, As Ascot, uh, over in Perth, and you know, not every horse suits it. So let's hope and pray that Zuman puts his best foot forward because he's such a lovely individual and certainly capable of uh, being able to, to do the right thing here and win the race. Uh, and just quickly before I let you go, uh, your two star uh, youngsters, your young Colt Stormboy and Straight Charge, uh, both those two horses look like they're just uh, on a beautiful path toward that big Magic Millions uh, race. What will you do? What, what's the process for, for both those horses, of course, um, you know, Stormboy's up there already. Uh, Straight Charge, I imagine, has travelled or has to travel. So what does it look like for them? Do you have to do much with them at all? Will you just tick them along uh, and get them ready for the big day? Well, Straight Charge won't be going north. Uh, we, we scratched him yesterday and told the stewards he's got a temperature at present, so we'll let him get over oh. that. And he'll head to the Golden Slipper. But Stormboy won most impressively by five lengths the other day. And a very nice field he beat. He's a big, strong son of Justify. He's a very handsome horse. And he's just... I think the longer they have up there to acclimatise, they just have more chance of being really, really effective in the race. Yeah, it certainly uh, looks that way, particularly for a, for a young horse or any young athlete. I guess acclimatising is a is a really key uh, part of it. Is that what you found? I mean, you've sent horses, you know, all over the place to, to all states and territories. You find that you need to give them a bit of time, particularly young horses, a bit of time to acclimatise to a, you know whether it's different weather conditions or, or just generally speaking, a different environment. I think so. It's a bit like you in Swan Hill. You know, you're able to sort of acclimatise there and really let down. Well, it's a bit like the horses going north. The, the humidity is what gets them, uh, and they're not used to that extreme humidity. Uh, and if they've got that little bit more time, they can just sort of relax and shoot the breeze and come right. 
Well, Gay, and I think uh, you know me too well. I've uh, let down a little too well up here in Swan Hill. Uh, time to get back on the on the uh, on the trading track. Uh, we'll let you go. Uh, we appreciate your time here on Getty Up. Uh, good luck to you and Adrian tomorrow, and also as the uh, the excitement continues to build uh, on the path to the Magic Millions. Thanks so much. Have a good day. Bye. There we go. There's Gay Waterhouse, uh, one of the uh, uh, best ambassadors in racing with her chances tomorrow and a couple of horses uh, expecting to have either six to eight or up to six to eight horses going around at the Magic Million straight charge. Won't be one of those two-year-olds. He has been uh, scratched from the millions due to a temperature and will be set for the Golden Slipper. Uh, Time to get to our first break here on uh, Giddy Up. And on the other side, Harry Coffey will join me in my little uh, makeshift studio. Live across Australia on SEN Track. Giddy up with Gareth Hall. Welcome back to Giddy Up. Uh, just, uh, just asked Harry whether he wanted a coffee. I, he said no. I asked him again. He said no again. <laughs> I get the feeling he does want one. No, no, we're yeah. good. Yeah, well, uh, we've got a uh, we've got someone uh, on coffee delivery duties, which is always important when. Uh, there's four kids between us and uh, not a lot of sleep. Um, we're talking about, uh, I guess, generally about your just your your riding career and and uh, I guess some of the hurdles you've 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 overcome to to get to this point. But you must uh, you're talking before the news about you know the the new drug that's really assisted your um, your um, I guess frame of mind and 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 quality of life. You just now seem like and and hopefully feel like that you're just another you're just one of the uh one of the jocks in the room and and you can compete and and not really think about too much other stuff providing that you know you're taking your your medication and doing what you need to do and getting your rest yeah that's that's true um always sort of had the mentality um growing up that you know cf wasn't going to hold me back and to just treat it um, like I'm normal and, and just do my best. And if I wasn't good enough, well, then I wasn't good enough. It wasn't because of um, my health issues. But since going onto this drug, yeah, I've sort of made me realise um, how good of a job I was doing and also my family and, um, you know, my, all the hospital visits and doctor's appointments that were done, they were doing such an amazing job to keep me at a level that I was at because now um, I'm at such a better level and I'm a lot stabler. Um, and my health's just going in such a better direction. So, um, yeah, I was sort of looking back, you think, where are we? It was tough, yeah. and I, we were doing such a great job. Um, and now, like, I, I used to wake up, and the first half an hour of getting out of bed, it'd be just coughing and clearing out um, phlegm that's been building up in my lungs while I slept. Um, and m- my wife, Taylor, would say, oh, you coughed between 1 and 2 o'clock, um, frantically last night in my sleep yeah. where that sort of stuff's gone away. So it's just little things like that that, well, if that's not happening, then you're getting to the races with a better sleep, yeah. less phlegm on your lungs, then you compete better. You, you're not frustrated or in a bad frame of mind because your body's allowing you to do things easier. Um, so it's just, it's like anything. And all sports people go through it with injuries that, that they've had. It's just the only thing with me was it wasn't an injury. It was just an illness that I was, um, that I've had since I was born. So, um, that's what CF is. And the other thing that we've always said is I'd never knew anything different. It wasn't something that, um, 
that came overnight's hair. If I grew up with it, yeah. um, so I don't know what it was like to be normal. So, um, in some ways, that helps because you're not sitting there thinking about, um, you know, how good it used to be. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just who you it's are. Always been the way. Yeah, that's what you are. You can't change it. So, um, and then as we said, this drug's come along in the last three years. Um, it's just been yeah amazing and really helped. I'm not not a hundred percent. I'm not normal, but um, I'm. I'm a lot better than what I was. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And I think we've we've seen that in your riding career, or I guess your, your riding career over the past uh, 12, 24 months. Now you say a, a lot. A lot of a lot of being a jockey is is opportunity. A lot of all um, uh, phases of life is opportunity. You get presented with an opportunity, and you need to take an opportunity. And um, it seems like over the past 12, 24 months, you've you've been given. Uh, plenty of great opportunities, particularly uh, you know on metro on metro cards on Saturdays and those sorts of things. You were just saying that you know you've got a full book of rides on on Sunday. You've got some rides at the Valley. You're about to head up to to the Gold Coast, so um, you must be really thrilled with with I guess getting opportunities, but your ability to take them and make them count. Yeah, um, the opportunities they're hard to get, and I I was quite a successful apprentice and I rode a lot of winners um, in town as an apprentice and then you know you sort of fall off a little bit of a cliff and you get a little bit confused with where you're at just when that claim's gone and you're, you've got to be you're, you're on a level playing field yeah. da- Damien yeah. Oliver and Mark Zara and um, the best and you're you're a young person um, it can get quite difficult but we just kept working sticking at it um, luckily enough that I had um Dad, the whole way through, who you know, he doesn't have the greatest of horses, but it is something to do. It is something yep. to think about. Yep. So, um, we had some pretty tough times there, but just consistent and consistently working and um, persistence, turning up, and for a while there, I just focused on every country meeting, whether it's at Warnable or Wodonga, I'm gonna go, um, and we did that for about eighteen months, um, and 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 started getting a really good run out of that, and then that sort of transferred into the metropolitan environment again and I wasn't getting great rides at metro level but I was just riding regularly the the horses that had were down light in the weights and then um you'd be still riding in the country circuit at all them joints for the for the better trainers um and then all of a sudden it sort of shifts in you start getting a couple of better rides in the city and making the most of them and then probably the last two springs I've been able to um, ride in the bigger and better races. Um, so I've had two Melbourne Cup rides now. Yep. Um, a Caulfield, Caulfield Cup ride, unfortunately non-conformist, was scratched this year in the Caulfield Cup. But a um, couple of rides in new markets. So those rides in Group 1s is, is getting up there. And mm. although I haven't had a lot of luck yet, if you're not in them, you don't yes. have your chance. So yeah. um, it's been nice to be getting them opportunities and hopefully, um, you know, within the next 12 months we can, can make the most of them. So... Yeah, it's been hard work and my ability to ride light and keep working and, and also go ride in the country environment yeah. as well still um, is sort of built the foundations to um, be riding at a metro level more regularly. Yep, going well. Uh, we're loving what you've been able to able to do. Let's get a break out of the way and we'll. Um, I'm keen to talk about just some, uh, I guess, some more 
general racing topics. Uh, there's been a lot of chat about, I guess, you know, uh, start times with, with track work and all those sorts of things. So um, keen to get your view on it. You're a um, intelligent uh, young man, youngish man these days. <laughs> not as young as you once were. None of us are, uh, believe it or not. And then just uh, we will have a chat about some of your runners uh, on the weekend and then your excitement levels as we head toward the Magic Millions. Uh, break time here on Getty Up. Plenty more with Harry Coffey on the other side. Live across Australia on SEN Track, Giddy Up with Gareth Hall. Welcome back to Giddy Up. Josh Jenkins in the chair for Gareth Hall this week and next. Harry Coffey uh, has uh, been joining me and will continue to be with us up until 10 o'clock. Harry, what, is, what does a week look like uh, for you? Just talk me through a... I guess generally speaking, no two weeks are probably the same, but what does it look like for you in terms of track work? Do you travel to uh, places, riding work, trials, racing? What does it look like for you? Um, it's it's busy. That's what it is. Um, Monday or Tuesday, I'd usually have off from riding um, and then might do might do a set of, uh, set of trials set of trials or jump outs around the area on the Tuesday, so whether that's at Sanana, Devoka, Stall, Ararat, Ballarat, somewhere like that. And all those sort of tracks get the um, the Ballarat-based Wimrick yep, area yep. trainers. So um, that's a bit of a bread and butter sort of job for me is that. So, you know, I might go to Ararat, there'd be 20 trials. I might do 12 to 15 trials. Eight of them might be for the McAvoys. Three might be for... Um, Karen Maher and David Eustace. I might do two for two or three for Andrew Bobbin, and then I might do two or three for Dad. Yeah. Um, and then that's that's sort of out of the road. And then I'll probably come home to Swan Hill, and then the next morning get up. Um, and if I don't have any horses anywhere that I needed to gallop, I'd get in the car, drive to Melbourne, do a Sandown meeting, um, and then I'd probably stay somewhere, ride track work at somewhere the next day. Um, and then you probably ride a race meeting at like Kiton or Geelong, which is usually a Thursday. Hopefully you get Friday morning or Friday Arvo off, depending, but sometimes there could be track work anywhere. And then you'd have your Mooney Valley Friday night meeting um, where you might get two or three rides. Um, sometimes it's hard to get rides on a Friday night at Mooney Valley because they usually have small fields with the rails mm-hmm. out. Benchmark racing, which means... Um, the quality of horses aren't high, but with benchmark racing, they put horses that have a higher rating in than what actually their benchmark is, which then uses apprentices yes, coming to the equation. Yeah, so yeah. 69 rated will be in a benchmark 64, and then they decide to claim with yeah. Celine or yeah. Carlene or whoever's in flavour at the moment. So there's only 10 spots with the rail out, and then you've got three or four yeah. good riders as well. So. Yeah. Um, that happens a lot, but you know you might have two or three rides on a Friday night, and then your Saturday meeting comes around, which I usually get rides out because there's a lot of horses down in weights, and I ride 54, um, so I might have four or five rides on a Saturday. Um, I love having Sundays off, but there always seems to be a meeting on it, <laughs> um, Bendigo or yep. somewhere where I usually ride, and then in the summertime, there's a lot of country cup meetings on yeah, Sundays, yeah. and I ride a lot at them because a lot of the good chances in country cups get down in the weights too, and people don't like riding light on a Sunday. Um, where I'm a natural lightweight, so that gives me my opportunity as well. And then all of a sudden you're back at Monday hoping for a day off. So um, that's a usual week for me. Um, but, yeah, if, if, you don't, if you don't do the trials and track work, 
then you don't have the rides yeah. coming the next week. Um, and then if you don't ride light or you have a day off, you'll miss out on the opportunities that you got during the week from riding track work. So it's uh, it's a big week. It's a it's a it's a mouthful to even be able to verbalise it, let alone go and do it. Um, there's been a lot of discussion around the traps about start times, and you know we hear. The, uh, the trainers say you know, the, the alarm goes off at, at 3am and, and all these sorts of things. Um, I guess where we are in 2023, about to be 2024, do you think that we, we, we should put everyone's health and safety and also just um, uh, quality of life and, and, and the way they, they're able to live their life and also attract people to come and work for you? Do you think we should just have a, have a bit of a mandate that everything starts a bit later. I know they do it at Ballarat on the, um, in the new training complex. They try and start a bit later. Should that be mandated or, or pretty much expected across the board? Um, I think a later, a later start time would be better, um, but I don't think going into like normal hours like what um, other industries have is mm. suitable because I don't think there's enough all-day work in small stables um, if we were to change the hours, it would suit the biggest, bigger scale stables because right. they have enough work to have a full team of members yes. on. Yeah, yeah. When you're talking about tracks like Swan Hill or uh, Stall or the more rural, <clears throat> the r- more rural places, there's a lot of trainers with ten or fifteen horses in work, and they don't actually have the amount of work that they can say, "Yep, you've got." 20, um, not 24 hour job, but you've got 10 hours a day yep, or seven yep. hour shift. Um, you know, a lot of trainers will have a, a staff member come in, ride five horses. That's, that's yep. their job. Yep. And then they go and they do something else during the day and that's their other job. Um, and the person that's coming in and doing that five, it's actually more of a hobby with some cash on the side. Yeah. So we will probably lose that aspect, um, in the industry if we change all the hours, um, and and that's not, that's not a bad thing. That makes the person that's coming in and doing the five horses they they have to make the option: Am I going to be fully yeah. going to go work in the racing industry, or am I going to leave the racing industry? Um, and that's the risk that we're going to take. But it will it will not play into the hands of the um, the little trainers for sure because they just won't have the funding to be able to to support you know um, people with a full time job. But the big trainers it'll suit a lot better, and people will come and work for them. So it's a tough one maybe just push it back to like five o'clock rather than stupid hours like four o'clock what, <laughs> yeah. uh, what some people do. Yeah, four's uh, a little bit ridiculous. Uh, we're going to get our last break out of the way before the 10 o'clock news and we'll have a quick chat about uh, some of your rides tomorrow at the Valley. Uh, one horse in particular, Calvin McAvoy, uh, saying it'll be handy if you can win on Capulet so she can uh, go north as well and then uh, we'll let you get out of here and uh, go on, get on with your day off. Uh, Harry Coffey has joined me uh, here on Getty Up. Josh Jenkins in the chair for Gareth Hall. Plenty more next. Live across Australia on SEN Track. Giddy up with Gareth Hall. Welcome back to Giddy Up. We're approaching the 10 o'clock news. I was just uh, giving Harry a little uh, rundown on the uh, hard out music, so we might both get cut off. Harry, you've got uh, a handful of rides across the week. Weekend, uh, Capulet's probably an interesting one for you that 
live across Australia on SEN Track. Giddy up with Gareth Hall. Welcome back to Getty Up. Josh Jenkins in the chair for Gareth Hall. It was a great chat with Harry Coffey. He speaks uh, incredibly well. He's overcome uh, a few ho- uh, obstacles across uh, the early part of his career, but he's certainly making hay whilst the sun is shining. The sun's not literally shining up here in Swan Hill. We've uh, got old Jimmy Thunder in the background uh, going off, but uh, we are about to get stuck into our bag of tips for Garrard's horse and hound for all your equine essentials. We've got a big group of tipsters lined up. Bear Robinson will join me in a moment. Lukey Hofenesian uh, up there in New South Wales. Darren Carroll's got a few tips for us in the trots. Chris O'Nelson, as always, and Mitchie Lewis has got some uh, SA and Victorian mail for us. So it's a big half hour, but it was uh, great to speak to Gay Waterhouse off the top as well, who uh, informed us that... Uh, one of her star young charges, Straight Charge, the written by Colt, uh, has been scratched from the Magic Millions, will not be going north due to a temperature. She said uh, earlier that that horse is not going uh, north and uh, Storm Boy, the son of Justify, will be going north. Uh, time to get stuck into our uh, bag of tips. Let's start with some Taz Racing and Bear Robinson is on the line. Bear, good morning. Hello, Josh. How are you, mate? Going well, going well. Just uh, been speaking to little Ian Callan, and he's been telling me that you dominated a 2003 uh, footy grand final. We won't harp on that because we need some we need some winners, please. Oh, we can if you want. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, he's a good man, Ian. Um, no, I he's think uh, race nine, race nine, number two, yeah. Alaya Lars ready to win. I think it was really good last start. Probably knew it. I reckon it'll race up on pace and be awfully hard to beat. So you sort of you might be able to get two eighty three dollars, which I think is a pretty nice bet. So race nine number two, Alayla is the best. Um, I also think race ten number three, each way better than Banksy, is really good odds. So I reckon I'll go pretty hard if you can get home, which is pretty fair in Hobart. I reckon eight dollars is a good bet each way. Race ten number three. For Oz Equipment Rentals, supplying equipment to the construction, mining, and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com. Beautiful. Beautiful. So that's race nine, number two, Alay Allah. Uh, this is at Hobart this evening. And then also race 10, number three, better than. Banksy, um, have you got any more for us across the weekend, Bear, or just the two there at Hobart? I reckon there's a, not a bad roughy race for number 10, King Kong Queen, Ziggy Car takes so I reckon they might find a place closer to the lead, and I reckon it's good value. So race for number 10, Kings on Queens. Have a go there. No, I'm struggling to... Uh, 
something to hear, Ben. Might not be an issue uh, more, but at least we've got those uh, two tips out for uh, Hobart this evening. Race nine, number two, Ole Ola. Beautiful race, four numbers, and we can add that to the uh, tip period as well. Bear, thanks for your time. Thank you for, for the uh, connection with the little right uh, this morning. It's good all, but it's just been a bit painful this morning. Good luck with those elections. Uh, go and remember that. Yeah, it's better from as racing. And we might sneak off and get an early break out of the way. We fix up uh, a few of these issues for tech review because we need to get these uh, tips out. That is for sure. And certain. Uh, this is Bag of Tips for Garage Talks for all your equine essentials. Uh, early break, get some things. We'll be back on the side here on the Live across Australia on SEN Track. Giddy up with Gareth Hall. Welcome back to Giddy Up. Uh, we've sorted our issues. Just uh, if in doubt, the old electrical storms playing havoc with our wreaking havoc with our equipment. So just jump on the old dog and bone, and if that gives way, then we're in big, big trouble. But uh, we'll try and punch through because. This is our bag of tips, thanks to the Garrard's Horse and Hound for all your equine essentials. Luke Hofenesian's been good enough to jump on the line again uh, for the third time this week. He's been in good form as well. We've been happy uh, with his work. Luke, good morning. Morning, Josh. How are you going? Going uh, well, thank you. Um, you, I tell you what, Wessie was a was a uh, you were keen on Wessie at an each way quote yesterday, four dollars forty or something. The place was. Quite nice for those who followed in on an each-way basis. Uh, what does it look like for us today? Where are you keen to play today and across the weekend? Yeah, cool. So I've got one at Coffs Harbour and two at Canberra. So we'll start at Coffs. Um, we'll go to race six, number 13, She's Got Teeth. Um, it's a big price on offer for this three-year-old filly, and she brings some strong form lines into this event. In her previous preparation, she's placed behind the likes of Ocean Energy, LOR, North of Eli, Plussy and Skull Deep, and they've all gone on to be competitive in much tougher grades. Um, although, she, although she finished down the track first up at Tamworth, she drew barrier 12 on that occasion, and she was never on the track. Um, she was forced to swing the bend really, really wide, and she was never winning hope. Um, this time she strips Spitter, she draws barrier two, and she gets jockey Andrew Gibbons in the saddle. So if she can settle a touch closer in the running, I'm confident she can run a big race. And she's around about 11 bucks at the moment, which I think is big over. So another each way play. So hopefully you can um, run in the top three for us. Beautiful. Just recap those, that, that, those numbers, race and horse, please. Yeah, race six, number 13, she's got teeth. Beautiful race six, number 13, and then a couple for us at Canberra. Yeah, then we'll go to race five, number two, Gutsy. Um, this is a late-blooming seven-year-old gelding, and he's racing in Cree best form. He's moved from South Australia recently to the New South Wales country, and he's absolutely loving life winning three consecutive races. 
He's shown a great will to win in all his uh, trips to the truck so far, and he meets only another moderate field. Um, drawing barrier three is perfect. Danny Beasley should get him into a lovely position midfield with cover. And if they just go at an even tempo, he's the one I want to be on later as they start charging at the front runners. So there's no spoils at the price. He's only around about the $3 quote, but I think he's a really good bet to have. Beautiful. That's race five, number two, Gutsy. And then uh, finish us off in style, Luke. And now this is probably the best of the day, in my eyes. Um, race seven, number one, King of Rosso. Um, it's about $2.30. Um, the team Snowden Train Colt has looked excellent at the trials. In particular, his latest hit out was a really, really strong front running effort where he put a margin on the field on the minimal riding. Um, Tom Sherry, who's been on board in his latest two trials, sticks on race day. And this is a really good indication that the connections mean business. Um, from the middle draw, he should land in the box seat and he'll be able to track the gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bot runner wherever he goes. So as long as he gets a gap when they swing the bend, um, he should prove way too sharp for these. So I'm happy to play. Beautiful. That's race seven, number one, the best bet of the day at Canberra. Uh, thanks to Luke Hovanesi. And Luke, thanks for your time. Uh, good luck today and uh, have a very, very good weekend. Cheers. Same to you, mate. There's Luke Kofanesi. And let's go from uh, New South Wales, Canberra and Coffs Harbour, uh, well, at the ACT, I should say, uh, to uh, Hong Kong, where uh, Tommy Wood has got some selections for us, all thanks to the Hong Kong Jockey Club. Visit hkjc.com. Tommy, uh, good morning to you. Good yeah, morning, Josh. Let's uh, hook in with some selections at uh, for us at Hong Kong. Yeah, not a bad program coming up at Happy Valley here tonight. Fairly sort of low-key affair, a little different for Hong Kong racing because we don't normally race on a, a Friday night, but this is the, the meeting we lost to earlier on in the season thanks to a, a typhoon. Race 8, number 4 tonight to Quantum Patch for Pierre Ung and to Jerry Chow, I think, can certainly win the tonight. He's got a seven-pound turnaround in the weights with a horse that uh, beat him last time out in the form of the Silver Sonic. And it was a, a good run from the rear in a race that probably wasn't ideally run to suit for him. So race eight, number four, Quantum Patch. Race two, number one, Hercules. Um, he's due a winning turn in class five, this horse. He's such a well-rated uh, type. He's drawn low for a trainer, Dennership and Alexi Bedell. So we're early in the night, race two, number one, Hercules. And so race four, number 10, Daily Trophy, uh, could be some each way for a Casper Found. So this horse here by Tarzino goes from 1,200 to a 16.50. So well, that looks ideal. And had a little excuse last time out over the 1,200 metres on the all-weather because he did uh, stumble at the start. But it uh, looks ideal for him tonight. Uh, son of Tarzino up in trip race four, number 10, uh, Daily Trophy. So race eight, number four, race two, number one, and race four, number 10 in the first uh, tonight. Easton's. Eastern time is underway at uh, 10 after 10. Beautiful, Tom. Thanks uh, very much for those selections. We'll follow along uh, late this evening, our time. But uh, appreciate that, and uh, good luck with those tips. Cheers, Josh. Thank you. There's Tom Wood from the Hong Kong Jockey Club. Visit hkjc.com, racing at Happy Valley on a Friday night. It's rare, but as Tom said, it is to make up for the meeting that was lost earlier in the season. Darren Carroll uh, has jumped on the line as he does uh, almost uh, every day with Gareth Hall. He wears him out, but don't miss the Moama Bowling Club at Chuka Pacing Cup this New Year's Day. And I can speak from experience. It'll be a very, very big day on course. Hopefully uh, they pack it out 
and the racing will be very competitive and very entertaining. Uh, Darren, thanks very much for your time this morning. Uh, where would you like to start with your selections? G'day, Josh. Um, yeah, Sonata and Cranbourne. So we're, we'll start with Sonata. That's the day meeting. Um, Sonata only race twice a year, and um, traditionally get, they get a great crowd to do their races, and I'm sure they will during the holiday period. It's a small track, um, so it probably favours leaders. So the two tips that I have will be on speed horses, so we'll play that way. Uh, we start off race two. Um, I like number two, Lone Sailor. Uh, it's had no luck at all. Last I had a Bendigo, it actually led and then the race got called off because uh, there was a fall just after the start and on the rerun it just got too fired up and then actually galloped. But its sectional times out the back were crazy good, so I'm going on that fact and just ignoring that last run. Um, it's got good gate speed, but I expect that the one will lead, so it'll sit behind the leader and um, use the sprint lane. So I like to hit race two, number two, Lone Sailor. It's around about $4 at the moment on bet 365. And the other one I like at Sonata's race five, number two, Dr. Gojo. Um, um, last three runs have been really good. It's around about eighty-five at the moment. Might be getting at closer to even money, which I think is the right price. Uh, it's got good gate speed. It's expected to be uh, leading, actually. Main danger's um, drawn a bit wider, but um, on its recent form, it'll take a lot of beating around this track. So they're the two at Sonata. Race two, number two, Lane Sale, and race five, number two, Dr. Gojo. Um, and then just one tip at Cranbourne tonight. We'll go race four, number six, Major Line. It's only a small six-horse field. Um, looks to be a bit of solid tempo early, which will suit Major Line because they might overdo it a bit early and it just takes the gas out of the leaders. It'll come with one run and uh, hopefully it's too strong late. So race four, number six, Major Line. So there's the three for today, Josh. Beautiful, Darren. Looks to be a little uh, dual-code uh, meeting there at Cranbourne. They're racing the gallops as well. So hopefully uh, they can get plenty... On course, and uh, we can uh, attract do. a few. Mm. Yes, attract a few punters to the uh, to the trots as well. It's a great idea, and uh, looking forward to, to sitting along and uh, and watching those. Darren, good luck with those selections at Sananad and Cranbourne, and thanks a lot for your time as always. Thanks, Josh. There's Darren Carroll. Sananad race two, number two, and race five, number two. So look for those runners on speed or close to the speed there at Sananad on that small tight turning track, and then Cranbourne. Race four, number six this evening are the tips. According to Darren Carroll, a man who's uh, joined me each and every day uh, is Mitch Lewis, and uh, he does the same again today. Mitchie, thanks again for your time. I thought on the bend yesterday we are going to get up with that little uh, little double that we had at Mornington, but um, we were uh, a little weak over the uh, last 50 metres. But uh, today's a new day, and we go again. No, that's right, mate. Um, it's always the way on the last leg, isn't it? But we've got three tracks to work with today, so I think we can get a result. So I'll work through them quickly if we're a little bit pushed for time. Um, Stony Creek I'll start at. I'm going to be with race two, number one, Border Leicester for the Brown team. He's second up here today and up in trip. I think that really suits him. Uh, look, I just think he's got a little bit more class than some of these in the race. He's down in grade as well. Uh, I thought we were going to be on a heavy track, and there's been an upgrade, so... It push, pushes me off a little bit, but I'm still confident his class should see him through in that race. Beautiful. That's uh, Stony Creek. Uh, and then where do we head next? Let's have a look at Cranbourne next. So kicking off in race two, keen to be with number two, Kiko. So second up here, he come, they sort of backed him from everywhere last start at Mooney Valley, and he was slightly disappointing. He was a little bit slow away and never really in the race, or she, I should say. Um, look, some of her previous form up in Queensland is quite handy form. I think 
She's a horse that looks like she can win some good races when she figures it out. So I think today's the day. It's a much easier race for her. Uh, she maps well again from barrier six. If she's clean away, she should get the job done there. And then our next best there at Cranbourne is in race seven. It's number three, Jennifer Wish. So dropping in grade here today. A couple of runs. She's fourth last start at Caulfield. That form's pretty handy for a BM64 here at Cranbourne. Um, she was a little bit slow away and had some extra work to do. But from barrier three today, I'm thinking Zach Spain can put her in a better position. And I think she should be getting the job done there as well. Beautiful. That's Cranbourne, uh, race seven, number three, Jennifer Wish. And then we're going to Narricourt, are we? Yeah, Narricourt. I'm uh, going to be on deck there at Narricourt today. So if anyone's listening and out and about, come and say g'day. I think you might find one. Miles Fitzner might be out there as well. So I might oh, catch boy. up with him and see how he's going. <laughs> um, but Narricourt, race four, number three, K-Seri, best bet of the day. Uh, this horse drops in grade. She was a winner at Mildura recently. And then in a BM72 at Strathalbum, he hit the line savagely. Uh, really impressive run against the pattern of the day that day. I think he's better suited here now. It's a good dropping grade. It's a much easier race. If he can bring that form that he's been working with, I think they'll struggle to get past him. And then race five, number three, a bit of a value play, master of surprise. So this horse, it was pretty ordinary last start. But if you go back and have a look at the replay, he had some fair excuses. He's knuckled the start and then got caught out wide. So forget that run. Uh, expecting him to bounce back here today. The 2,000-metre trips, he's pet distance, and he's a winner over this track and trip. A good track, which they're going to get there at Narracourt today, will suit as well. So I think at around the $8.50 price, he's a pretty good each-way play. Beautiful, Mitch. We love that. We've got uh, tips across three different tracks, Stony Creek, Cranbourne, and Narracourt. Good luck uh, with those, and uh, I wish you a lot of luck dealing with Miles Fitz. Now, he will be the home track hero today. So uh, go well, good luck, and uh, we'll speak again next week. Thank you, Matt. Have a good day, and I'll chat to you next week. Absolutely. There's Mitchie Lewis with his selections uh, across the three different tracks. Uh, he's done the form uh, for Stony Creek, Cranbourne and Narricourt. Uh, Chris Nelson is uh, here thanks to racing us, uh, thanks to uh, Queensland Racing, where the racing action continues each and every day across the Sunshine State. Chris, oh, uh, good morning. Good morning, JJ. Good morning. Good morning. Let's go. Uh, we've got uh, we've got a couple of minutes here, so we've got your selections for uh, tomorrow. Have you got a few for us? Where are we going? Ipswich today, uh, one thirty-four. The first. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a stinker out at Ipswich today. Uh, let's uh, go each way and one straight out. Race four, number three. Why we drink? Um, which I'm asking myself after I stepped on the scales this morning to get rid of uh, some of those beers over the next week or two. Uh, why we drink? No luck at all. Two back. Uh, stronger race last time, much better place today. Back each way, race four, number three. Race five, number five, Harold the Great. Now, we get these horses come down or come up from New South Wales with midweek uh, midweek uh, metro form, and they are lengths better than anything that we've got. And this one's around 5 or $6 trained by uh, Chris Waller. So we'll go with it. Race five, number five, Harold the Great. And the win bet, race seven, number nine, Deep Dawn, Tony Gollum trains. I like the run last time. Stepping up in distance, though, looks beautifully placed. Race seven, number nine, Deep Dawn. They are the three from me. Beautiful, Chris O. Beautiful, Chris O. And we had the news uh, at Gay Waterhouse on the show earlier. Straight charge. Uh, one of her star Colts is not going to the Magic Millions. He was um, uh, scratched, I think she said, yesterday. So the written by Colt is out of the Magic Millions. So those markets will be uh, suspended. Wow. And then, uh, I guess, tipped upside down, Storm Boy will be... Uh, very, very short. So that changes things when it comes to that two-year-old uh, race, Chris O. It does, certainly. Is that an injury to straight charge or they just decided to go uh, in a different direction? 
she said he's got a temperature and he'll go to he'll go to the Golden Slipper. So nothing major, okay. which is great for connections. But um, he's still in the market. Uh, so Storm Boy's two ninety. Uh, you might want to just jump in if you like Storm Boy because he'll be a lot shorter soon. But um, Chris, though, thanks for your time, and uh, we'll hear from you. Uh, we'll hear from you across the weekend. Look forward to it, JJ. You have a good day. Beautiful. There's Chris Nelson. Uh, all thanks to uh, Racing Queensland, where the racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. It's been your bag of tips. Thanks to Garrard's Horse and Hound for all your equine essentials. And um, I don't know if uh, if uh, Courtney's able to jump in there. I've got a couple of selections, and uh, she might be able to give me the prices. Wink, wink. Uh, for uh, our friends uh, who uh, support this quality show, I've got a. No, she can't. Uh, that's okay. A couple of. Uh, quality uh, tips for me, hopefully tomorrow uh, when it comes to Mooney Valley. Race three, number three. We spoke to Yoshishima earlier in the week. Uh, after the impact, has got to be a chance of doing the exact same. He made an absolute mess of them at uh, Mooney Valley. This track, this trip, and this class last time, he was an eight-length winner, the Japanese-bred son of fierce impact. So race three, number three, after the impact, I think we're getting about uh, $3.00. Seventy, uh, $3.70 or so, thanks to our friends at uh, Bet365, uh, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. And then race four, number four, Intrepid Eagle on an each-way uh, basis. Really nice uh, resumption at stand-down. Sticks to six furlongs and with a nice gait should be uh, given a very good ride from Luke Curry. That's pretty much the way I'm playing. That's the way... Um, we are all playing. You can catch the bag of tips on the podcast, all those tips on sen.com.au or on the socials. Uh, it's been good fun. Thanks to Harry Coffey and thanks to Gay Waterhouse for joining us off the top. It's been a good week. It's been a fun week. It's been an interesting week. Get yourself with a nice thunderstorm. We'll see you again next week. The SEN app. Download it today and never miss a moment of your favourite show. Streaming live anywhere, anytime. Good morning, Monique Jews with SEN News. Australian motorists are copping the cost of volatile world oil prices with petrol in Brisbane among the nation's highest. South East Queensland is in the grip of a heat wave with Brisbane hitting 37 degrees today and it's 39 for Ipswich. Egypt has confirmed it has put forward a framework proposal to end the conflict between Israel and Hamas in the Gaza Strip. And the world population grew by 75 million people over the past year. And on New Year's Day, it will stand at more than 8 billion people. SEN Sport is next.